0: to the all-in IT radio. Join us as we talk about everything related to information technology and some other random stuff as well. Help us try to find how IT relates to each and every one of us and what's really behind the story headlines. We are Swedes and we talk tech. IT Radio is coming to you live through your earbuds, your speakers, or, yeah, well, perhaps you transcribed the episode and are reading it right now. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We are thrilled to be here. And we, in this case, are, firstly,
1: Robin. Nice to be here again. And Henrik. I've been here before.
0: And Robin, it's been a while since we last spoke, but it feels really great to see you again. Uh, how have you nice been? Nice to see
1: you. Yeah, it's been good. Um, looking forward to talking and recording this every every day. <laughs> every day? What kind of life do you live? I must come up with something to say.
0: <laughs> Not a day goes past without Robin yearning to podcast with us.
1: No, I don't know. <laughs> Are we paying him to be here? <laughs> No, unfortunately not.
0: No, yeah, Robin is the best that money can't buy, so we should be glad he graces us with his presence.
1: Yeah, thank you. Well, um, I'm honestly excited to be here. It's nice to, to, to talk to you.
0: Great. And Hendrik, how are you? How do you feel to
1: be here? Uh, I'm fine, actually. I don't really have a choice. I <laughs> must be here. And this particular time I'm very excited to be here, exactly, because we have some very interesting topics to talk about. One of them is regarding me and my bad habits of buying things I see.
0: Yeah, a bad habit many of us share, I think. Isn't that almost part of the definition of nerds and geeks? Whatever we are geeky about always seems to result in us putting a lot of money into it. Hmm. We tend to spend money on useless gadgets and trinkets
1: some trinkets less useless than others.
0: Sure, of course. So what is this fantastic thing that you will tell us all about?
1: Nexus 7.
0: Ooh, nice. A real podcast unboxing experience then. Should
1: we get started? I think we should, yeah. Let's go.
0: So, Henry, could you please take us through the new experience of the fantastic Google Nexus 7? You got the package today, right? Yes,
1: yes, I got it today. I have it
0: here. And just to get this clear from the start, do you have any previous experience of any Google Nexus device? Nope. Of uh, any Android device? Uh, nope. Of... Tablets? No. Why did you buy this? Because
1: it looked so good. (laughs) I was just going to buy a new hard drive for my PC and I said, oh, Google Nexus 7. And it's on sale. (laughs) We have
0: all been there, brother. We (laughs) we know of what you speak. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so what did you see when it arrived? Uh, was it a large, large package you had to get from the post office? No,
1: uh, I saw this, which you would have seen if this was a windcast, but it's not.
0: Thank you for holding it up <laughs> to the microphone. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a package, it's about uh, 20 by 15 centimeters. Alright. 20-55. It's about the size as the tablet. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) a bit a bit thicker perhaps, but uh, yeah, more or less. Hopefully. And when I opened the package, it uh, contained a tablet. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. It was not excluded, Uh, and a very little box with a guarantee card, but not needed. Yeah, well. And a um, start guide, whatever you call it instructions. Yeah, sure. That Getting
0: started guide.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and a USB cable and a wall plug. Yeah, wall plug. And that's about it. Nothing else? Nothing else. Alright. Just the tablet uh, and a USB cable and a wall adapter. It
0: explains why it's so cheap then. Mm.
1: <laughs> I think all <laughs> tablets have more, more like that... No, it's I all sh- in the
0: accessories.
1: But I got an accessory because it was included in the deal. All
0: right, what is that?
1: Uh, well, it's a, what do you call it? Case, no?
0: Mm-hmm. S- sleeve?
1: Uh, more more of a sleeve. Leather sleeve of some kind. It's a protection for the device itself, but it's also a, what do you call it? Tablet stand. Oh, okay. So you don't have to, to hold it. You can just put it on the, on the stand and then... The, Point at the um, on the screen without it falling down. Yeah, so I can watch movie and place the tablet on my belly without needing to hold it.
0: <laughs> and how was your experience when you started it up for the first time?
1: Uh, did, did
0: you get to some some form of welcome screen or startup
1: software tutorial guide, something like that? The, or? Fi- the first thing I saw was uh, well the Google logo. Ooh, that's the first thing when you started. Um And it's quite impressive in itself. Uh, and the next thing, I think, was to set up your Google account. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and after that, I don't think it was anything else. It was, uh, you launched uh, right into the home screen. And two or three steps just to explain how you put your apps on the, what call it, desktop, uh, or how you find the apps in the uh, menus, and how you use the uh, Google Play Store, App Store, whatever. Uh, well, and that's about it. So you cannot um, use the phone if you don't have a Google account, right? It's like the iPad. You you must have an iTunes account to use it. Um, it's not a phone. Yeah, that was my first thing. It's not a phone. <laughs> no, I said the iPad, right?
0: Yeah, but you s- you said that you cannot use the phone. Oh, sorry. You cannot use the tablet, <laughs> I'm you <sorry>. meant. <laughs>
1: It is available with 3G uh, since a few weeks back, I think. But uh, this is just the uh, ordinary 32 gigabytes uh, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi version. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, No, I don't think you can use it without a Google account. Mm -hmm. Because it's very tightly, not synchronized, but but, but almost everything you do is somehow synced to your Google account, the calendar, web browsing, YouTube... Mail, mm-hmm. etc.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and perhaps we should take this opportunity to mention what it actually is. It's a tablet. We said that, but it, and it's from Google. But what does it mean that it is a Nexus device? It's in the Nexus line of yeah. products. I
1: think they are. Is it correct that they have three Nexus devices currently? They have the Nexus 7, which is the small tablet. They have the Nexus 10, which is the ordinary-sized tablet, like iPad. And iPad mini is the competitor to the Nexus 7, 7-inch. Uh, 7 and they have the Nexus 4, which is a classic smartphone. Yeah. And that's it, I think.
0: Yeah, sure. Google doesn't manufacture the Nexus devices themselves. No. They go out to other hardware manufacturers, different ones all the time, and strikes a deal and says that you will create the next Nexus device. And the Nexus is sort of the standard device for that generation of hardware. So everyone who creates Android based systems have that as some sort of measurement of where a really good hardware device is.
1: I think it's very interesting to see how it's branded because when I look at the device itself, well, on the front it's nothing. It doesn't say anything, it's just the the screen and, it's, uh, and there's black borders around. Uh, on the back it says Nexus with big letters and with tiny letters down far right in the corner it says ASUS. And on the package itself, it, it just says Nexus on the on the front of the the package, Nexus 7 on the side, and with small letters down at the bottom, it says Asus. They don't market it as an Asus product; they market it as a Google product,
0: right? And Asus is known for creating very nice hardware, and they have created a few tablets before that have received quite quite a good
1: reputation. So, how does it feel? Is it heavy? well you don't have have any comparison maybe I, n- no exactly. I was going to say its, it's quite heavy but but I think the the weight is appealing i didn't want it to, I don't want it to be any lighter. If I compare it to my phone, it's roughly the same weight I would say because I have a nine hundred and it weighs about a pound or something but no i I enjoy it being a a bit. Weighty,
0: so it doesn't feel plastic no, or
1: I, I wouldn't say. cheap. Well, I, I can't compare with any tablets or any other, but uh, I think it f- feels very solid in my hand. Okay, you feel that it's pla- plastic on the back of uh, the tablet, but I, I didn't want it to be leather. <laughs> I mean, it's it is... it's a tablet, it's a smartphone. I I, I expect it to be plastic, but it, but it feels solid. It doesn't feel like it's going to break anytime soon.
0: Is it a material that will scratch easily or be marked by thumbprints immediately?
1: We can try. <laughs> I'm not trying to scratch. Don't it scratch. The no.
0: but... Live on All In IT Radio,
1: Henrik <laughs> scratches his iPad. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Tablet. Shame on you, Ken. <laughs> but it doesn't feel like it's getting easily scratched. Uh, thumbprints. But you're
0: talking about the the back side of the product now. You're not talking about screen, I hope.
1: Well, I was scratching the screen, not the back All right. All right. And the <laughs> screen was tough. Uh, well, the back side... No. It's a bit
0: rugged, the... Yeah, the, uh... it's a bit
1: rugged. So, so it's a bit uh, rubbery. Hmm. You don't hmm. drop it uh, very oh. easily. Oh, so great, Smart. I can almost hold it like this oh, at an angle nice. of almost 90 degrees and not dropping it.
0: Just in the palm of your hand. Mm. Alright.
1: Nice. It fits very nicely in one hand. That's what I enjoy about this device. But can
0: you operate it with only one hand? No, you have to use both hands, right?
1: I can. Uh, Let me just launch Chrome and try to type uh, URL. It's a bit hard to reach to the shift (laughs) button at the... (laughs) <laughs> right end of the screen, but <laughs> you must have big big hands if yeah. you are going to do that because <laughs> m- Most people have problem with the galaxy s3, and that's a lot mm. smaller mm. Yeah, h-
0: h- how, l- how many inches is the galaxy s3? Uh, 4.8 point point, th- I think Four point
1: eight it is yeah
0: For, So almost five so this is two inches more mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, that's quite significant.
1: I wonder one thing. do you, What kind of connections do you have on on the tablet? Because most manufacturers nowadays have this unique connection that only they have. Like Samsung have their own, so mm. you cannot use... They don't have any USB ports or... Uh, Does Samsung have that, even? Proprietary connectors. Yeah, that's the word, proprietary. Yeah, most of them. I, I know one that have a proprietary... Propri- <laughs> proprietary proprietary connection and a, US, a USB or something other than that. But most okay. most of the tablets I know just have okay. one one port and that's and that's the proprietary one. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought it was only um, uh, Apple who used oh, no. their own dev- uh, hmm. connective. uh Well, I have a mini USB port oh. at the bottom of it. And next to it, I have a standard 3.5 millimeters audio out, and that's about it. Hmm. Mini USB, hmm. like the most phones have nowadays, and I'm not sure about tablets, but most phones tend to have mini USB.
0: Okay. And headphone.
1: Yeah, headphone. Yeah, 3.5 millimeters audio.
0: All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
1: Great. Why did you buy that size? Why? Seven inch. What are you trying to, what are you using it for? Uh, Why that size? (laughs) Well, ten inch was too expensive. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, in Sweden, a ten inch uh, tablet uh, is uh, about four thousand Swedish Mm kroner. A seven inch you can get for, well, uh, this one I paid two thousand three hundred Swedish kroner. So. It's a big leap from 10 to from 7 to 10 inches, regardless of what manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I use it mainly as a substitute for my laptop, and a good way to read books. Yeah, that's more or less the the uh, what I'm aiming to use this device for. Situations like where I need to have something bigger than my phone, uh, like a conference or a meeting or something. But I don't really want to have a laptop because it's too big and you have to have some sort of desk or lap to actually use it. This device you can hold in your hand, but it's uh, a much bigger viewing screen than uh, an ordinary phone. Mm -hmm. I guess uh, it's a good size to read books on. Because Mm -hmm. when you have this EPUB format, which I'm already having trouble with, you do. I tried to download some EPUB uh, publications, and uh, I don't get them to launch. Because, um, well, I read about it a, bit, a bit about it online, and the reason seems to be that uh, the EPUB reader in these uh, the Google devices uh, only can open and read EPUB files from their own store, or something like that. So I think it has something to do with the... Um, I know, one. DRM, DRM, or copyrights, or something like that, on we, the files yes. themselves. Okay, we, we we can take this afterwards uh, after the, after the recording. But I know an app that you can use that works. Ah, right, great. Right.
0: But but the the EPUB format is just ordinary HTML and CSS. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's what in I a fo-
0: ZIP file, if I remember correctly. Yeah, exactly. It's some for, some form of XML format at least. Mm. But, if, of course, if they use some some DRM solution, that's a different story, of yeah. course.
1: Yeah, I qu- quickly looked it up online and found a um, tutorial, How to Read ebooks on Nexus 7. <laughs> <laughs> and st- step one is titled If your e-box, e if your ebooks are not DRM-free. So, <laughs> that's probably the problem I'm having. <laughs> but one other thing that I really well okay I haven't used it anim- that many hours yet but the battery life seems to be really great I read about it a bit before I bought it and uh, it says something about 10 hours of s- surfing oh. eight mm-hmm. hours of viewing video something like that and when I have it idling like I have been having when we are recording right now it has drained about 5% 6% of the battery time Wow Mm -hmm. and I'm using it on not so it really seems to use the battery in a really good way much better than my phone no that's good because that's one of the reasons what I have heard anyway that people don't buy Android tablets because they have ah. a problem with their with the battery in comparison to the iPad but uh, well of, hmm. cu- of course I the only thing I'm having uh, active right now is the Wi-Fi connection Bluetooth GPS all those things are turned off and I don't have the brightness on maximum and I don't use sounds, and I only view static web pages but still I think it's doing very good so far
0: and Java is not known for being efficient or uh, cheap on the battery usage. So what was the first things you did when you got it running? What did you feel that was lacking in the default set of applications? What what did you go out to download?
1: I haven't really used that much apps because I don't have that much apps to download on Memo. So I went on a shopping spree more or less. Well, I didn't buy anything, but I downloaded well the the most basic I would use. I downloaded Spotify. I downloaded the SVT Play app that is for the broadcasting network in Sweden. Uh, it uh, turned out to be only a uh, link. So when I launched the app, it, it just opened the, my browser to svtplay.se. <laughs> so I'm getting rid of that. Um, I downloaded Netflix, VLC. Just, uh,
0: just before you continue. Yeah. So Svt. That's Swedish television.
1: Swedish television.
0: Financed by the government, so it's like the BBC in the UK.
1: It's financed by the people who uh, who have a TV and taxes pay their license.
0: Right, so so it's people who own a TV has to
1: has to pay a license,
0: pay a certain license, yeah. exactly, so that they can produce shows that is unbiased and open and free and all such things,
1: like PBS in United States. Mm.
0: Right. Okay. That that's a good comparison. All right, uh, Henrik, continue. Netflix, you said.
1: Yeah, Netflix I installed works really good so far. Hmm. For this resolution and device, uh, VLC Beta. I haven't tried that one out yet, so I'm going back to that later. Dropbox works good, so good, good so far. Uh, Last Pass,
0: and that works.
1: Works like a charm. Um, Great. It, it doesn't work like an add-on in Chrome, or Okay, at least I haven't worked it out like that. Uh, when I launch the Last Pass app, um, I get login and I get my Last Pass vault with all my passwords. And if I um, what do you call it tap if I tap on any of these passwords or accounts, it launches the cor- uh, the correct web page in Chrome with my credentials filled in. So I, it doesn't it, it isn't really an add-on in Chrome, but when I click something in LastPass, it launches Chrome. All right, and seems to be working pretty good. How is it when you buy a tablet or a phone by a manufacturer like Samsung or uh, some other, that is not Google, that has it has its own, you have a lot of crapware on your device when it starts up. Mm. Uh, is is there, is there any difference when it comes from Google and Google branded tablets? Well, well, you have the usual crapware that you always get with Google wherever you go. You get the Gmail, you get the Google Earth, you get Google Maps... But that's Plus. not really crapware. No, is it? it's not crapware. I, I mean,
0: you actually use those <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean,
1: like games that is pre-installed. No, or... no, noth- nothing like that. Right. Uh, so Some free short version of Angry yeah, exactly. Birds and, no. and stuff well, like that. All the things that are pre-installed is common Google services, oh. but in the okay. in the app form. Mm-hmm. Are you? Uh, c- can you remove it if you want to? That's also a problem <laughs> with many many not devices. sure. Let me try. Google Maps, I've always hated you deeply inside me. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: I love Google Maps. I use it uh, all the
1: time. I can't see any way if I... Oops. That wasn't supposed to happen. No, I... No, I don't think I can uninstall native apps. No. I, I think that's the general idea.
0: No, they're integrated into the Android experience or something like that, mm. so...
1: I can, however, drop it on the desktop and then Uh, remove the shortcut. Wow. That's how you did it on the old Windows 98 when I was five and tried to uninstall (laughs) programs.
0: (laughs) And Android, you can have as many start screens as you want, right?
1: Perhaps you can. I'm trying to get rid of them. Uh, You have... (laughs) As far as I see, you have five per default start screens. What is it that is that what you mean? I think that's common. Yeah, five when you when you swipe from one side to the yeah. other. Yeah, I have five of those. All right, but I, it looks like you can add more. So, but, but I yeah. guess the the crapware is much less seen on that device than most devices because if you buy a Samsung device, you have the crapware from Google and the mm. crapware from Samsung at yeah, exactly. the same time. So you have twice or even more than that. So. Mm. Right, And the Samsung thing you don't want, or the LG, or the HTC. No, because I think that's the problem. I don't know, actually, but uh, with most of uh, the hardware manufacturers, HTC and all of them, is it correct if I I say that they take Android as a base and sort of rebrand it and make uh, their own user interface and so on? Sort of. They change change a few things and install their own things and...
0: They create their own, u- own uh, layer on top yeah, of
1: it. Yeah, exactly. But this is the deal. It's mm. from Google. It's Android. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And what w- version of Android is it?
1: Uh, I downloaded an update earlier, and it's 4.2. Is it called Jelly Bean? Yeah, it's Jelly Bean. Mm. Yeah. All right. Mm. The latest. And that's also, a, most of the times, I guess, the uh, an advantage, because the Google devices gets the the newest updates first. Mm. And and so you get the experience way before anyone else. Yeah. Mm. All
0: right. Any more questions, Robin?
1: No, I think that's about it. Maybe I... I don't remember, but did we talk about resolution, anything about resolution? I don't think we have mentioned it. It's... uh... 1280 by 800, so it's HD resolution. Mm -hmm. 16.10, I think, because I think 1280 by 720, so 720p is 16.9, so it's 16.10, I think. Okay.
0: And that's good, is it?
1: (laughs) What should I compare with? Well,. I think it's pretty good. It's, uh, <laughs> well, I enjoy the 16.9 ratio much more than I would enjoy the 4.3 ratio. I think iPad uses the 4.3 3 ratio. Ten, 1024.768. And that's what most uh, most of the old CRT screens used to have, 4.3 resolution. Nowadays most of the TVs and ordinary screens have four, uh, 16.9. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
0: and that's widescreen.
1: Widescreen, yeah, exactly. Right. So when I well, when I watch Netflix, I enjoy sixteen point nine much more than I would enjoy four point three. Exactly.
0: And I enjoy watching Twitter and seeing people say that. And my New Year's resolution is sixteen eighty by
1: thousand <laughs>
0: fifty, and stuff like that. All right. Sorry. <clears throat> Continue.
1: Well, other than that, I haven't used it that much yet. I'm. Tr- I will try out the. Um, GPS because that's one of the reasons I bought this one uh, I have GPS the Nokia OV maps I love them but I can't use them offline on my N900 I can store them offline so uh, that's one thing I'm I will try out when I go on a trip sometime to actually use this one as a GPS in the car mm-hmm. and I think it was it will be much easier as well because it has a bigger screen and it's easier to watch a bigger screen when you have to look at it fast when you're driving rather yeah. than a small screen. Mm-hmm. Do you have a SIM card in it, or is it just a Wi-Fi? Uh, no SIM model. card. SIM it doesn't have it. doesn't have 3G. It is available with 3G since a few weeks, I think. Uh, the first two models that were launched uh, the summer of 2012, last year, was 8 GB and 16 GB. This is 32 GB, gigabyte, gigabyte, and now they have a 32 GB with 3G as well. But this one has only Wi-Fi if I want to have internet connection when I'm elsewhere than home uh, I just have to
0: tether it to your phone Mm, Mm -hmm.
1: share from my phone to tablet
0: interesting very interesting yeah well I hope we can return to your experiences in tablet and Android land to see how you fare in in a few episodes perhaps it was interesting hearing your first impressions And we've had some feedback. (laughs) A friend of ours named Mikkel. he sent a mail to me a couple of days ago and he asked what that software that you, Henrik, and I used to back up our computers, what uh, the name of that was. And I answered him not only with the name of the software and the link to it, of course, I also put a link in that mail to... Episode 0001, the last mission of the all-in-IT radio. Since we talked about that
1: then... What was the backup software? (laughs) Uh, We (laughs) talked... Because it's (laughs) so long time ago. You you don't know what you use. I know I use CrashPlan currently, but I can't remember... And that was what we talked about. Because I thought it was BitCast or something.
0: No, 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 no. No, no, it was CrashPlan.
1: Mm. It was.
0: Yeah, it was some time ago. It was uh, released in May of 2011. So it's one and a half year ago. Yeah, a lot have happened since then. Interestingly enough, he listened to the episode and uh, he mailed me again and said... I guess it's a bit too late to leave feedback, is it? <laughs> a year and a half later, but of course we always welcome feedback. If you have something you want to share with us, you're very welcome. And Mikkel, he is sort of a, a a master geek and an expert on these things. I can't really quite remember what we talked about in the episode, besides backups, and I think we talked a bit about... Uh, last pass as well
1: I can't remember anything from that episode other than that we were even worse on in English than we are now
0: no that's true anyway Mikel, he is, says that esata that is external sata the
1: way you connect uh, <laughs> you and your pronunciations esata that is a version of sata
0: <laughs> yeah yeah pipe down S-A-T-A, that's the way you connect a modern hard drive to your computer. And external SATA is a way to connect it if you don't want to open the the computer and install it internally. You can connect it on the fly. And we compared that somehow to USB 3, which is another high-speed way to connect an external hard drive. And he clarifies that eSATA is SATA and power, so they use the ordinary SATA standard, but they include power as well. And as he says, it's always the maximum speed available used in that, uh, when you connect your hard drive that way. And we talked a bit about the lifetime of hard drives as well, I remember this how long you can actually expect your hard drive to live. And he sent an interesting URL to a hefty PDF file with a lot of information in it, uh, which we, of course,
1: will study extensively. I can read a few first sentences in the abstract for you. All right. Uh, The document is titled Failure Trends in a Large Disk Drive Population, and it's written by three guys at Google and they start off by saying this that it is estimated that over 90% of all new information produced in the world is being stored on magnetic data most of it on hard disk drives. Despite their importance there is relatively little published work on the failure patterns of disk drives and the key factors that affect their lifetime. So well, that's more or less what this uh, article is about
0: that is interesting data absolutely and who better to talk about that than Google I mean they have a lot of hard drives in use okay so we appreciate of course this feedback from Mikkel, and we will put a link in the show notes to this PDF article so you can enjoy it as well And thus, we come to the end of our podcast. We have discussed much and we have talked about this and that, but we know, of course, that deep in your heart, you feel that these are actually quite nice guys to hear. I want to hear more of them. I I I want to keep tabs on what they do. I really want them, sort of creepily, in my life. And in my brain. (laughs) And directly jacked into my brain. So Henrik, how does people go about to jack you into their brain?
1: People jack me into their brains. By subscribing to my Twitter feed. Which is? And they reach me on Twitter by at WarpFuzz, W-A-R-P-F-U-Z.
0: Oh man, (laughs) Zed! We're not from the United States.
1: It's Zed, not Z. Well, we're not from the United Kingdom either. But it's much closer. Either, thank you. My (sighs) posh (laughs) junkieman. Yeah, well, potato, potato. Jolly good show, sir. (laughs) Indeed. Yes siree. Indeed, quite. And verily. (laughs) And verily.
0: (laughs) Alright, Robin, how does people jack you into their brain?
1: Oh, well, as all, as always, if you are desperate enough <laughs> or want to contact me, <laughs> you can contact me through Google Plus. That's the way to do
0: it. And that's where you spread your wisdoms to the corners of the earth.
1: That's great. I don't know. I have. I don't think I have posted something in uh, quite a while. <laughs> but, ah, but, well. but but I'm there anyway. <laughs> far
0: between but very much worth it when the Uh, gold coins drop. I
1: suppose so. (laughs) Much like this show. (laughs) Heyo! (laughs) Heyo! Just look at our numbers.
0: (laughs) <laughs> and of course you want to <laughs> subscribe to the all in IT radio so make sure that your RSS reader on your laptop, desktop or on your phone or on your new Nexus 7 tablet if you happen to have one it's worth is it, tuned in I promise <laughs> great is tune in to us We we really want you to keep listening to us and please give us some feedback, talk to us You can find me at both Identica and Twitter at altinomit, A-L-L-T-I-N-O-M-I-T. It's always interesting to hear your thoughts on the matters we discuss. And of course, make sure you follow All In IT Radio on Google Plus as well. You can find us quickly by going to aiit.se slash radio slash plus. That's a plus sign. And as you jack our podcast straight into your brain, you always get, well, a nice little ending, a soft way to leave us a pleasant. Shut up, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, all right, you're right. What musical wonder will we enjoy now? Theme music today was called Remember the Dreams, and it was released by Machinimasound.com. It was released under a Creative Commons license, attribution 3.0, unported. And you will find link in the show notes. Right, so let's get to it. And thank you, Robin and Hendrik,
0: for being here. And see you all again in your brains. See you next
1: time. As always, Kenneth. Nice chatting with you. You have a girl when you put in sleep. Remember the dream? Yeah. I have a girl. <laughs> flurppy flurppy fruit music la 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 ping <laughs> so they doesn't they don't market it as an ASOS product they market as a uh, market <coughs> they don't market this <coughs> i can't remember, remember... <coughs>